0: The Operations, Chapter 2 It had been four years since Kylan had moved to her city and she had been with the SEALs team. It was Aaron who had taken her in and under his wing. She looked up to him. He stood for everything she had hoped to accomplish justice. Kylan's mind slowly began to drift back to a little store on the corner of Scotch and River Run. It was the place she had had her beginnings. Aaron came in every morning to order the same thing. Iced coffee, no ice. He noticed Kylan. Kylan only noticed her feet. His words still echoed in her head. I'm sorry, I know this sounds a bit odd, but I come here every day and it bothers me that I don't know your name. I am... It's Kylan. Kylan said with a small smile. Kylan, wow, rare and exotic, Aaron said as he remained fixated on Kylan's eyes. She broke eye contact and nodded silently. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to embarrass you. No, no, you didn't embarrass me. I just didn't know what to say. Usually people around here just say a simple thank you, but it's not mandatory. I know it was appreciated by the smile in your eyes. Your next iced coffee will be on me. Aaron nodded. That's very kind of you, Kylan. Aaron grabbed his coffee by the pickup counter and then headed over to the seating area. Kylan kept her eyes on him until he gazed back over to her. She quickly turned away, hiding her reddened cheeks. Kylan, you're getting behind. We have more orders to fill. Anna Marie yelled at Kylan, pointing to all the empty cups awaiting to be filled. Kylan grabbed one of the cups and began to work on the order when a familiar voice called her name. Hey, Kai, Richard said coolly as he stood confidently before her. Hi, Richard, Kylan said, focused on the order. It's so good to see you. Kylan finally looked up to see Richard's crooked smile. I'm almost finished. I'm sorry for the wait. Kylan worked as fast as she can to get the orders ready while Richard watched her intensely. Once she made the orders, she sat them down all in a row and called out everyone's names. And Richard, here you go, Kylan said as she handed out his drink. Richard grabbed the drink and lightly slid his fingers against Kylan's, making her almost drop the drink. Don't be afraid. I don't bite. Well, not enough to hurt you. Kylan stared strangely at Richard and chill bumps arose on her arms. One day you'll see. But something tells me you're not so different after all. Remember, they're the real enemies. Richard sat looking over to Aaron, who had been listening to their conversation the whole time. Till next time. Richard flashed his crooked smile again, and two distinct fangs. Caught Kylan's eyes. He winked his eyes and set off into the streets. Aaron took a big gulp of his coffee and walked back up to the counter to check on Kylan. What was that all about, he said with a concern in his voice. Oh, it's just Richard. Richard? He's also regular like you. Why was he looking at you like that? He was obviously making you very uncomfortable. He's harmless. You have to be careful out here, Kylan. I have to make sure these streets are safe. I know, You know? You know what? I know who you are. Aaron paused for a moment. You do? Well, I think I know who you are. I know you're an officer. That's right, Kylan. I'm a SEAL. We all know that here. It's not hard to figure out. Then you must know who we focus on protecting. Yes, us. Exactly. And I think you have great intuition. I've seen things. That's what I like to hear. Aaron reached into his pocket and pulled out his card. I would like you to reach out to me if anything out of the ordinary happens to you. There are beings out here in this world that want to hurt people like you, and I I want to protect you. I'll be fine. I've handled myself thus far. I don't doubt you can do that, but I also know what it's like to fight your battles alone. No one likes to fight their battles alone. Okay, Aaron. Thank you. Take care. Aaron nodded his head one last time to take in Kylan's bright eyes. He smiled, exposing his perfect smile with the absence of two sharp fangs. He was human, and she thought of how weak that made him. Kylan found herself biting her own bottom lip as he walked away from her, exiting out into the cold, dark, and unusual world she was forced into. However, a strange feeling came over her. Somehow, he had made her feel safe. The sun was beginning to peek over the hill, allowing some light to trickle in, highlighting Kylan's dark hair. She hadn't looked at herself in quite some time. She cautiously walked over to a small mirror perched on the end of her armoire. She noted the smoothness of her skin and her big eyes. She was still a child, though her wisdom surpassed her. A ring on her phone quickly snapped her attention back to her darkened reality. It always came back to work. That's where she belonged. She picked up her phone. Weathers. Yes. Okay. We'll be there shortly. Kylan put up to Osley's Lake and took a look around the perimeter. She makes her way through the bustle and traffic looking for Agent Aaron. She spotted him closer to where the body laid, covered with the white blanket. Hey, sorry it took me so long. Traffic was a nightmare on Elm. What did I miss? Aaron points to the body and Kylan bent down to get a closer look. Agent Pierce appeared beside Aaron to fill them in. Detective Pierce, this is one of our best agents we have here at SEALS, Agent Weathers. Nice to meet you. Kylan said as she lifts herself up to shake his hand. It's my pleasure. No lab results to the identity of her race? Nope, but she definitely is not human. A found the body earlier this morning near the shoreline. It looks as though she was mauled from the neck down by some sort of wild animal. I see. May I see the body? I have a look for myself. Agent Pierce nodded his head and Kylan looks to Aaron as he also gives her his approval. She bent down once more to grab the corner of the sheet. She slowly peeled back the edge of the blankets to reveal the bloody mess of a beautiful, familiar face. Kylan couldn't take her eyes off her old friend. She held steady as she took in the deeply severed marks and bruises that left their prints all among her body. Kylan's shaky hand slowly floated above Anna Niel. Hey, what's wrong? Do you know this girl? Aaron said in confusion. No, no, I don't know her. I just need a minute. Kylan said as she bolted toward the shoreline, leaving Pierce to address Aaron. I thought this might be a case you guys specialize in. Let me know if you need any more information, but that's all I know as far as our department knows. Thank you. You've been a great help. We'll be in touch, Aaron said as he shook Pierce's hand. Aaron took another look at Annie Neals lifeless body and shook his head as he examined her prominent ears. He looked toward the shoreline, but Kylan wasn't in view anymore. He picked himself off the ground and followed her gagging sounds. He found her a little further down by the water, finishing throwing up. Kylan, you've never been the type to have a turned stomach. I'm fine. It just surprised me, that smell. It'll be okay. Do we have all we need that we need here? Gosh. Kylan said as she took a deep breath. I think so. All the evidence has been collected. We just need to wait for the lab results. They're taking her to the morgue to identify a possible cause of death. Aaron said as he carefully watches Kylan's reaction. Okay, keep me posted. I have some things I need to do. Alright, I'll call you when I hear something. Kylan nodded her head and then quickly makes a break to her car. Erin gazed back at the body and after Kylan trying to find a connection but shrugging it off. Kylan is driving fast in her car. Her eyes glaze and it's starting to rain. Tears begin to trickle down her face. She finally pulls over to the side of the road and then begins to break down as the tears fly on her face. I told you not to come here. I told you to leave. Who would do this to you? Kylan cries on the steering wheel as cars pass her by. Aaron is at the precinct getting some coffee, and he looks up to Kylan's room. He walks back to her office and notices the open door indicating that she's not in the room. He catches Jenna as she passes him. Hey, have you seen Kylan? No, I thought she might be with you. She was earlier. Thought she might be back by now. It's Kylan. When does she ever follow the rules? This is not typical of her. She's always in there finding something to do. Maybe she just has some shit to do. We all have lives outside of this place, Aaron. Some less than others, but we do have lives. Right. Aaron gets a buzz on his phone and it's a call from the morgue. Thanks, Jenna. She gives him a salute and walks away. Aaron answers his cell. Aaron. Yes, great. I'll get someone down here. Thanks. He makes another call to Kylan. Kylan is still sitting in her car with her head on the steering wheel. Her eyes are red and puffy. She looks up and sees herself huddled in the trees, talking to us in a flashback. It cuts back to a small Kylan, frantic, searching and longing. She is also crying by a tree. She tries to hide herself until she feels a hand touch her, and this startles her, and a appears and calmly rubs her back. Shh, it's just me. It's okay. You're okay. I don't know where to go, anne I'm so scared. It's okay to be afraid, but you can't stay here forever. You have to kill me. There's no other way. Kylan reveals the knife. Anna Neal backslaps her. Don't talk like that. You have to live. I can't keep coming to your rescue every time you feel like giving up. Your mother raised you to be better than this. Listen to me. I need you to promise me that no matter what happens in this life, you will never give up. You hear me? I won't be there to pick you up. Next life... You're going to join the humans. You'll be safe there as long as you stay to yourself. It should be no problem for you, my love. But you have to promise me you'll never give up. I won't give up. I won't give up on you. I promise. Okay, hurry. I know the way. The world starts buzzing and the flashback fades. Kylan comes back to consciousness as she grabs her buzzing phone. On the caller ID, she reads Aaron Sanders. Kylan forces herself to answer nearly to the last ring. Weathers, Kylan, the morgue called. They got the results in. Can you check it out? I'm on my way. Is everything okay? Yes. Your voice. I think I might be coming down with something. I'm on my way. Keep you posted. Kylan hangs up the phone and stares outside the window to the thick trees before starting up her car. Kylan enters the morgue. She cautiously walks to the side of Anna Neal's mangled body, and she can't look away. The mortician is across from her explaining the cause of death. Time of death was between 2 and 3 this morning. She was severely mauled by a large animal. The animal marks are not typical of any natural animal marks in perspective, but are closely identifiable to the patterns we would see left by a lichen. She died from massive blood loss from a laceration that severed both of her jugular veins, causing her to bleed out. A werewolf? So this animal would be supernatural. Could it be any type of... Other large beast? I wouldn't rule that out. That seems pretty consistent, but I would definitely say your best bet is a lichen. Thank you. Kylan stares at the different laceration marks on Anna Neal's body and she finds herself reaching out to touch her, but pulls away. Those are some of her defense wounds. She definitely put up a fight from her attacker. Kylan keeps staring at Anna Neal intensely until the mortician speaks again. Were you curious to know the race of our girl? Sure. She was full Elvin. You've been so helpful. If I know you, Kylan, finding her killer will prove not to be a challenge for you. What are you going to do with her body? I'm sorry, Kylan. I wish I could let you know, but that's classified information. Typical of Sills' protocol. Let us know if you can find anything else. Kylan walks briskly out the morgue and her attitude completely shifted. Kylan is hanging out in her office, taking down the case files of Sam O'Connor. She takes down his picture and some evidence of some of his victims. She puts up her news case file notes and a picture of Anna Neal. I'm good at what I do. I'm good at what I do. But it's never been personal before. She starts checking the files of Anna Neal. She picks up a photo and notices that Anna Neal is holding something in her hand. But before she gets a closer look, Aaron knocks on her door. Agent Weathers, this is a bad time? No, I just got back. Our girl's an elf. Seems to have the cause of death being from a laceration in her neck from a potential large animal, or should I say a werewolf? Ah, I see. Aaron, you call me Weathers. What's going on? You only call me by my last name when I've done something wrong, or you're worried about me? Kylan, I actually came by because we need to ask you a few questions. Okay, sure, what's up? I can't ask you here. You have to come with me down to the interrogation room. Interrogation room? I don't understand. I'm being interrogated? For what? For the elven girl. Listen, it's only a few questions. It'll be quick. Please don't make this a bigger deal than what it is. Fine. I'm coming. Kylan exits and Aaron follows behind, hoping that it's just his mind that's playing tricks on him. And that concludes part two of The operations as I read it for you guys. Um, I'm working hard to go ahead and produce um, part three. I'm trying to divvy it up into how I've written it. Um, but yeah, talk about it's getting pretty hairy in there, huh? Um, so yeah, there's some fun stuff coming up. Um, also, the podcast with um, my love effect series so please check that out as well I post those on Tuesdays and then I go ahead and and post these on Thursdays Um, I'm trying to go ahead and post as many as possible so thank you guys for being patient and I will see you again next week for part three